Hey crew, back on Lifted Podcast. I've got a old friend of mine from Fit College who did our first Fit College uh, course for a PT course, Matt Isam. Join me today, let's introduce yourself. Hey guys, uh, yeah, thanks Cash for having me. It's been a few years since we've seen each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was actually looking forward to coming and seeing him, especially today. Uh, yeah, so it's been. I've been, or my, my name's Matt Eastham, I've been in the industry now for around 15 years. I met Cash when we, yeah, when we were doing Fit College, I, that was the second time I'd done the Yeah, yeah, Cert yeah. 4, so I originally did it when I was 17, um, but then it was probably too, too, can we swear on this? Yeah, of course yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was probably too fucking uh, young and dumb at that age to actually look after people's health and yeah. lives in general um, and probably looked at it that it was just going to be a cruisy job like I liked training I was in the strain hockey team at the time so I was like you know just fits that lifestyle um, but yeah and then I was probably just yeah, a bit too young and stupid and didn't really know what it took to build that business and to look so after it's a business and, right that's why right. yeah. I don't teach it yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah then yeah that's pretty much it after after that, I'll go go into a bit of the backstory, but yeah, pretty much since then, I've been on and off at quite a few gyms, mentorships, um, yeah, trying to study off the best, I believe, in the world that I could, and then uh, probably invested, you know, a couple of hundred K in, in myself, and then tried to then teach it back to whoever I could as well. Uh, but yeah, exciting times. Yeah, love it, man. And um, so in that, because if you go back to like when we first met, yeah. uh, the first place you started working out of there, was that in? Jets, Jets Yeah, yeah, and you had yeah. a good thing going there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was in Jets Pranana and um, and pretty much in the first, yeah, first month, I was at 80 sessions. Um, which was yeah pretty unheard of for Jets yeah. at that time, especially for Kunara because everyone thinks yeah. it's yeah, you know, the demographic, but. Um, yeah, 80 sessions, and then I was looking at trying to get my you know, first subcontractor within the first two months, um, and rolled on from there. I probably went for about three, three to four months before I found someone I stuck with, um, because you'll know what it's like. like they've got to have the same values. And, 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 yeah, yeah, work and, ethic yeah, and it's quite hard if you've got a high work ethic and that's what you expect of other people yeah, in there, and then yeah. they come in and... They, they want to go to the beach at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. they don't want to do. They don't want to work before eight. They like and so, you know, I was up at four every morning, and then you know, first sessions quarter past four usually, like at, at the gym at four. And then, so yeah, it was it was a tough slog until I got someone, and then um, yeah, and then I ended up there for a few. It's the biggest loser guy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, my ex um, business partner because I, I ended up making him a partnership after after about 12 months um now everyone had advised against making a partnership because i would made it so big for myself um and at the time like i'm a sort of person that if i see someone putting in just as much as me or if not more than you know they deserve something for it uh so yeah i made made clifford partnership uh, partner at the time um and yeah he was the ex biggest loser contestant um, an exceptionally good trainer. Um, the only thing was, and you would probably relate to this too, Cash, when he's come in, uh, he was about 140, 50 kilos still. Uh, six foot three, so quite still a big, heavy sort of guy. And just that, 
because perception is so much in the industry, everyone sort of looks and goes, oh, you know, what the fuck would you know? You're, yeah. you, you're carrying 50 kilos extra. And, yeah, for you know, sure. Um, you must, and so what I did uh, with right, him. Right, yeah. yeah. so what I, what I ended up doing with him, because I had the sort of monopoly on the biggest and the leanest and, yeah, basically the strongest, most jacked guys in there. Yeah. Um, so I used to, so from the start, I pretty much said, look, you're going to do these guys one free session a week. Um, and I want you to get seen working with these guys. Uh, and it was funny, like, cause within two weeks, just the perception that other people had when they, that they see someone that they look up to getting trained by someone like that. And they go, oh fuck, he must know what he's talking about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that was a learning curve for us. And then I ended up with another three employees there, um, taking them on and yeah, usually per week we'd have about 500 active clients. Um, so it was yeah, pretty much one of the biggest sole trading companies in, in, in Perth at the time. Yeah, wow, yeah. But <clears throat> just, uh, yeah, quite crazy, full on. Um, yeah. And it was a good culture. You, you know yourself, like if that culture's there, then people want to be a part of it. So exactly. it's, yeah, I understand and if you're genuinely, if you're genuine about trying to improve other people's lives and help them as much as you can, that radiates out as well. And then you seem to attract people the same that, that are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, man. No, 100%. And then uh, after that, you, you ended up getting meningitis, was it? Yeah, so we started a, um, we ended up having a meal prep business as well. Yeah. Um, and it purely, it sort of went hand in hand because he was an ex-chef. Um, and we had a couple of investors um, and they sort of seen the business model and the idea and they're like, fuck, this could take off. Uh, and we had the clients already from the gym. So it was sort of a recipe to, to succeed in if we did it right. Um, so we ended up pretty much in the first or month of business uh, with the meal prep. We were selling uh, around 800 meals a week or something like that. <laughs> like hiring a commercial kitchen in uh, East Vic Park, I think it was, and then we had two freezer trailers. We were taking back and forth all the time, like, and we probably, probably going back, like, and it's my fault because I was sort of always the brains of like everything and trying to put everything together. But I don't think I had systems, sis thing, yeah. systems in yeah. place that it's were good enough. Me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was a bit all, you know bit higgledy-piggledy like and things would be happening here and then there and nothing was set and ran robotic as such which you need to especially yeah, doing that sort of stuff yeah. yeah um so yeah i think that's that was my biggest downfall at the time because then i ended up uh, contracting meningitis and so because i was so heavily involved in the business and programming and all that in the pt side and looking after the guys and trying to train them as well then, stop, yeah, yeah, and then doing all the selling and stuff like that for the meal prep as well. Um, once I had meningitis, yeah, took I was pretty sick for a few weeks. Took them a while to diagnose it, and then I ended up in hospital, couldn't walk or talk for a month, and then uh, and then yeah, from that a direct consequence from that was then having uh, between yeah fifteen and thirty seizures a day for the next uh, eighteen months. So. We went from, to give you an idea, like we went from 500 active clients a week down to about 220 within the first month of me being out. Mm -hmm. So 
Hard when you're in the face of business. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and when you, when you are the one who people sort of look to and have joined up because they get along with you and because, yeah, yeah sure. Because it's personal yeah. thing, right? Yeah. yeah, 100%. So yeah, it was a fucking, it was pretty tough, yeah, pretty tough time, like, but then looking back, it's made me a stronger person and, um, and also learned a lot business-wise from what to do, what not to do, and yeah, how to do it a bit better this time around. Um, because yeah, if you don't learn from your mistakes, then yeah, then you're done. <laughs> because you're that, that's yeah. where you learn most from. Yeah, well, so it's kind of hard to not get meningitis, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a little bit was self-inflicted because, yeah, it was probably from a bit of a party I had, like a bit of partying for a week. I went back east, but... Uh, <laughs> so like yeah, I know, I know. I've, I've tamed down a lot since then. Like, yeah. I hardly drink anymore. Um, but, yeah, it, pretty self-inflicted. But then the, you know, the consequence, you could never really... Um, foresee that and then in hindsight you know yeah everything would have been different but mm. hindsight's a good thing and then I think just the probably the biggest thing that I, I didn't have was those systems and then once I was out of the business uh, it basically it just did not run sort of you know without yeah. me being there so yeah. that was that was the hardest part about it I think um, and then obviously I was talking to you before but uh, caused a lot of stress on the relationship I was in, and then I had two young kids at the time. I think Harper was two, uh, Harper was two, Will was one. Um, so yeah, going through all that constantly and stuff, it was yeah, really, really, really tough time. Um, and so yeah, after that, that the personal issues ended up, you know, sort of coming to the forefront. Um, went through a breakup and stuff and then I was like, look, I can't, you and you would appreciate this, you can't train someone or uh, coach someone if all your uh, issues and stuff are present and if you can't give them the, you know, the, all of you that you can. Mm, you know? I'm upset, man. Yeah, um, yeah, so I sort of thought, well, fuck it, because I'd been working up north, sort of in between, um, uh, in between when I first started per personal training, I ended up, you know, I was young, dumb, and then I was like, fuck, I just want to get lots of money. Yeah. And I want to travel the world. So I went working in Mount Isa, uh, and then I ended up going, uh, getting a contract to play hockey over here. Uh, so I moved over here to Perth, because I'm originally from Sydney or Wollongong. So I moved over and then uh, ended up getting injured. I did my hamstring, and then I got a contract to play in Holland. So I moved to Amsterdam, played there for a year. Um, lived in London for a bit as well, and then got a villa in Bali, and then in between I was sort of just yeah working away all the time. Yeah. So I thought, fuck it, I may as well. Life, man. Yeah, probably, Big yeah. life, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stories in there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it MA, not R rated, not X rated. Um, but yeah, then so I went back. I thought I contacted my old boss, and I was like, this is what's happening at the moment. Um, I, like I just need a brain dead job for a while uh, and then you know eventually once once everything mentally was all good and in the background was all good then I could go back to personal training again yeah um, because that you know that's always at the back of your mind if that is your passion that's always yeah. at, in the back of your mind that's yeah. where you want to be you're operating machinery on site yeah yep. yeah so that can be a bit brain dead yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well fucking he stuck me in the deep end because then um, 
like I'm a it's called a final tuning grader operator so you do like the main final cuts on the roads yeah so he sent me back up to like one of the biggest main road jobs in WA and then I was like, like yeah. yeah, I was nearly pulling my hair out or whatever I've got left of it. Yeah. Anyway. So, was, yeah. so it was good though just to be away and out of it um, and sort of did that for a few months. Um, and then I was like, well, actually that's a lie. I broke my neck uh, two years ago. So oh, shit. yeah, I was up north and I, I was stretching yeah, literally stretching, like, shit happens to me a fair bit. And yeah. So, <clears throat> just, um, yeah, put my hands on top of my head and stretched back. Um, and, fuck, I just felt something sort of pinching my neck. And I thought, oh, man, this... Just that hurts a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just sort of pinched the nerve. Yeah. And then, um, and within 20 minutes, I couldn't turn left or right. And I was like, fuck. Oh, like right neck. Yeah. And yeah. then... So anyway, then started aching a bit. I was like, oh, Jesus. So then uh, the ambos had to come get me on site and then put the brace on. They had to fly me in the Royal Flying Doctors back to Perth. At the whole time, you're probably thinking, it's fucking nothing. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was literally saying, look, it's yeah. just a pinched nerve. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, and then they did the scans at Royal Perth and they said, oh, you've fractured C7 and you've got uh, three suit discs. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> 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 I said, yeah, you do. I was like, oh, yeah. Not again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, After come on. So, uh, yeah, then it was like, it was a month in a neck brace. And then uh, pretty much from that, then I couldn't train for six months. Um, and I ended up being on workers' compensation from being up north. But um, in the meantime, I'd sort of been trying to put in the, uh, put in the, feelers and background work to get back into full-time coaching yeah. once once yeah. the net was better um which so first gig after that after i went recovery? i did some consulting and online work with uh, the body consultants when they expanded online. Oh, yeah. yeah so worked with brad there and then um and then yeah ended up doing that for a while and then i and then i ended up doing my own thing online for a fair while after that uh, and then jumped across to yeah niche gym in in West Perth, yeah. uh, and then got this this opportunity now where I'm at. Um, at the new Karen up yeah, set, which is like the only thing people talk about in Perth right now. Have you been to Karen up? It's honestly like because you know when you show some boring Perth, it's like that <laughs> is the biggest thing we're talking about right now. I wish, they, I wish they had a water park there somewhere. Yeah. Like that's, that's the next step. If they had that, I'd probably yeah. never leave the place. So. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, Take the kids there, right? Yeah, yeah. I said because the, the kids love going there anyway. Probably doesn't get a bloody toy each time, but they, but they're like, oh, let's go to Daddy's work. But um, it's a good setup for everyone. And like I was saying to you before, the when the opportunity came up, um, yeah, I basically jumped at it because well, I went and had a look at the Karenup shopping centre. I had a look like, and there's a few things that I judge things on, like what's the demographic going to be like going through, um, you know, how much foot traffic's going to be there. Is it a nice gym? Who, who else is going to be there? <clears throat> you know, all, all those sorts of things. But what else is because you just train with that guy Charlie uh, Powerfitness? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, there, he's, yeah, he's a legend. Another world like comes around, eh? Yeah, he's yeah. a legend. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a legend. He's doing really good there. Hello, Charlie. If you end up listening, I'll tell yeah, you. Sure. I'll tell you, you've got a cameo. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's there's quite a there's a few of us now, like good little crew. Um, but yeah, just like I was saying, I'm 
six weeks in and at 72 sessions. Now, if anyone's listening and they're interested in um, working for me, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, send me an yeah. email. I'll get cash to put the link up because uh, yeah, we've got got some big things as well as some opportunities at Whitford's when that opens up as well. So. Um, Exciting, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good Good to be... It's good to be back. Good to be back. Especially yeah. after, because that's what, two, three years off or...? Yeah, so, yeah, pretty much, like, and then... Big swing around, man. And it's, man, it's crazy, like, like my, my partner now, you know, Rach, she's, so, when we first got together, everything was all good, and then, um, and I sort of said, yeah, you know, I broke my neck a couple of years or a year and a half ago. Said so usually shit happens to me every two years, and then she's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Sure enough, this, it was two years pretty much to the day, well, there was about three days in between. And I snapped my, snapped the long head of the bicep earlier this year. What are you doing now? On the main arm, but, but so, I, um, my- You can't wrap your long <laughs> My mum calls me a shit magnet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I ended up, um, I was just training at, uh, actually at Revo and then because I was looking at doing well, I was, I was going to do the pro leagues in October, which didn't end up going ahead, yeah. but that's what I was training for. So I was at about 94 kilos and just on 8% um, and still 36 weeks out or something, so yeah. I would have cruised in. But And then, yeah, just training bench, incline bench, um, barbell, fourth, fourth set. 180 on there or something? <laughs> one one ten, like yeah. just at fourth set, it was four sets of eight. Fourth set, got to seven, and then just pushed up. As I just went to oh, racket, yeah. I just went. I just ah, went. Oh shit! Fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um and yeah, and then I racked it, and I, I sort of thought, fucking hell, I'm pink, but like I thought I'd just pinched the nerve, but it felt like a elastic bandage shot through the top of me, uh, shoulder, or well, through this the I guess anterior aspect, and then straight out the top. Well, fuck, that felt a bit different because I dislocated this one a few times before and then um, yeah walked around the gym for a while trying to shake it off and then grabbed the grabbed a set of 40 kilo dumbbells and as soon as I lifted them up man I just went oh fuck and then got in the car and I was in tears and I and I called my partner and I said I think I've fully fucked my shoulder here yeah and um, she's like no I just just go home, get some ice on it, and then I'll take you to the doctor tomorrow. Yeah. And I said, nah, I fully fucked it. Like I can't, I can't even touch and get the gears, gears in. Yeah. I said, this is, I'm gonna take myself to the hospital. So I ended up limping myself to the hospital and then they did the MRI on it and the surgeon came straight down. He goes, mate, you've fucking, you've only got one half a centimeter of your labrum left and that's all peeled back on the inside and you've got and you've snapped the long head of your bicep and you're gonna need up the surgery on both asap yeah. and i wasn't with private health and um so i said he, he goes who, who are you with private health and i said mate i'm not he goes i'll let you know if, he said all right give me a give me a couple of hours and i'll get back to you so i left and um mate like this is a this is how good he was uh, and I got a phone call within two hours saying we've got you in two weeks at Osborne Park to get surgery oh, and I was awesome. like fuck you know because it was it was going to be a six month wait or so at least yeah so anyway <coughs> as it turns out he's one of my clients now yeah, awesome, <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah no it was good um but yeah just put like just lucky and you know I'm so grateful that I could get in and sort of so since then I pretty much had six months off uh, and just been back training now for the last five weeks 
Um, I've got Warden Dubois from over east coaching me. You, you know Warden, don't you? You used to work at Clean Health with Stefan. No. Uh, old school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Under the Bar podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We used to Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, so with him. Warden for, Dubois. Yeah, okay, now I know. Yeah, yeah, Warden yeah. and Tommy. Um, so, yeah, with, with him and I was sort of, you know, looking more towards the season B. Um, uh, season B IFBB Pro Leagues yeah. um, and then he sort of seen the photos and he said mate like, I think we might be able to push for the A season if, if your shoulder can handle it so yeah for sure man I said fuck it like mate as well we 16 weeks out now yeah yep. yeah so thank you yeah. so yeah I was like alright let's, let's do it like at least it, mentally for me it was you know for and for anyone who's listening like every every setback that you have you always got to keep in mind how good like and keep that positivity about how good the comeback's going to be or and how much better you can come at the other end of it um because every time now like and it sounds fucking probably a bit sadistic but every time something shit happens to me now i think about well fuck i must be going to come back even like there there must be something good after this like so you know that's that's probably just uh, from shit happening quite a fair bit, you you end up just being all right, sweet. Let's fucking do it. Let's deal with it, and then let's get it better. So yeah, I'm glad to be um, back in it now, and then and yeah, it's feeling good. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, good man. And um, so about two years off. What was your? I suppose for people listening who you know go into this industry, struggle or something, you know they get sick or whatever, and it has to pull them out of it and get back into it. What was your mindset around that time period where you like you're getting over the illness and trying to get back into it? Yeah, I think I think just um, and it was probably the same same when I fucking shoulder as well. Like keeping that mindset that as long as you do something positive per day, you don't have to rush things, and you can sort of look back at the end of that day and go, all right, well, fuck, I've made one step or two steps closer to where I want to be um, because the time the the days like. And that's why I pretty much stopped like drinking and I hardly drink any anymore because whenever I was drinking, I was just like, I was never getting anything done for the next few days. And then you'd, and then I'd end up going, fuck, I haven't done anything or, like I'm lying and just that mental aspect of it. So now, yeah, now, as long as I even do one little thing per day, then I'm like, all right, sweet. That's, that's one step that I can do to either making something better or on, on the way to what I ultimately want to achieve. Um, you know, but that sometimes that takes uh, help from people around you as well, like always giving you, you know, encouragement or or criticism as well, positive criticism. You know, like if you if you get down in your sorrows or fucking like lost in your own head, you probably need sometimes. Or I need someone someone there with a bit of a tough love sometimes. You go, you know, fucking pull your head in, like yeah, hundred you know. percent, yeah. Um, so yeah, was that does that answer your question? Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. Yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah, yeah. Especially because I know it's tough. Like any time you go through any, you know, valley of trough, uh, it's uh, it's tough to put yourself out mentally. Yeah. And then once you're back, you come back to it's going to be stronger. Yeah. You've learned lessons along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think like uh, yeah, the it's just probably if anyone is listening, like and don't don't get too hard on yourself. Like especially if you're a high achiever, you naturally you're going to get hard on yourself and and fucking start to probably question yourself and then you know question whatever you're doing really but it's just to, as long as you keep ticking along you know journal if you want to journal or whatever and then at least 
I used to always put down stuff that I needed to do for the next day and I still do it now just so I don't stew on it or sleep on it or fucking anything like that because yeah. I am the sort of person that I'll like my, my brain's constantly working probably a bit like yours is as well um, so yeah and that's probably taken too many unprescribed Ritalin tablets before <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah that's so yeah if anyone is listening that's that's my thing yeah, what's some of the what's some of the biggest? I know you said like with the business partnership that was a mis, or like yeah. um, um, I guess it didn't go well. I don't know if you're talking about, it, but like what's some lessons you learned out of that? You could relate to people listening, I suppose. Yeah, I think um, I think if you put the hard yards in, like you know, and build something quite reasonable for yourself, um, then. You know, I was probably a bit too generous at the start, and so I think it, it's all right to be a bit selfish sometimes, and then and look at yourself first, and then um, you know. But at the time, pretty much everyone, uh, family, accountant, was always no, don't do it, don't do it, because of what you've built. Um, but yeah, and I think always have a good exit strategy. Like that's one thing as well. If if you do go into a partnership, don't. Uh, it has to be like it's some sort of legally binding exit strategy sure, as well. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that that's a big thing. Um, Can't do it. Yeah, handshake yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, that's you know that you, you, there's always going to be a certain aspect of like you know some people feeling like they're doing less or like more work than others and all that sort of stuff. So. It's just about how to like setting those boundaries at the start and mm. and letting everyone know what their role is and know what's expected and then yeah and then you can sort of adjust from there but th- those they have to be there from the start. Do you think in hindsight, just uh, I don't know all the details, but yeah. do you think in hindsight, if you did that again, would you just make them like an employee, but then give them a pay rise? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think I would have something like, which is what I'm looking at doing for um, the guys that I bring on now. Uh, would be some sort of profit share um, so yeah probably a percentage each quarter or something like that whatever yeah. it is instead and so still a pretty decent incentive um, and an incentive for them to keep retention and stuff like that as well but yeah I think that would be the for me it would be the smarter way to go but I've at the moment I've, ch- I've changed over to a company in, in, from the sole trader aspect um, purely just for legal reasons and, and just better business. Yeah, yeah sure. It looks more But yeah, 100%, that, that's the way I would go is some sort of bonuses or profit share. Um, yeah, I wouldn't so much go shares in, like for a company-wise, wouldn't so much go shares in a company unless it was long-term, like someone had been with you, you know, quite a few years by that stage because then you sort of know what's to be expected, what's going to happen. And even then, shit can go fucking south. So, um, but yeah, I'll do, I definitely do what you said. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. You learn along the way, right? You yeah, know what not to do. Like I worked at that place. You know, sure, we just work out, and I'd take a you know, charge, pay three fifty a week rent, and then get absolutely raped with fucking seven percent on every session, and they set the price. So they set your price for what you can charge and they take 7% of every session as well. Um, I just fucking, it was an absolute raw take. So when I opened up the gym, I was like, I'll never do anything like that. I just 
have people pay one set fee per week, yep. regardless of what they do, they charge what they want, they train yep. who they want, I have no ties to it. Yep. That's it. Like keep yep. as bare minimal, like as minimalistic as possible. Yep. Keeps my stress low. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. And like <clears throat> and the and I think there's a lot of and that's where you you do see business models that like uh, fucking way favour like the actual business instead of the instead of even being yeah even you know like it's nowhere near even there's a lot fucking there's a lot that are out there um, and it's you know they're the ones that are getting up at you know for well, summer four four or five in the morning like or first sessions at four or five and then you know doing sixteen hour days some days and then and then getting reported with fucking less than a grand after like. So yeah, it's pretty it's tough, and, that, and that's why <laughs> that's why there's such a high turnover as well. You know, like, and you would have seen fucking heaps. We both seen heaps, like heaps of people come in, pretty much flash straight out, like yeah. because because that perception is there that you can earn loads, like you know. But there's a lot of things that have to go right along the way to yeah. to get to that point. For sure, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it does seem that way, like, you know, that people are attracted to it because you get to run your own business, but as soon as you go, you're now in a, or like, you know, so for example, some gyms like RBT or something, it might be you're an employee of that business. Yeah. Yep. You don't have that freedom, you've yep. got the expectation, it's just you show up to work. Yep. Get the job done. Passion gets lost pretty quick, yep. like any relationship, and then you're just working for another company. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, is, sucks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see that a lot. I see a lot of people exiting because of that. Are like, oh, I want to, you know, offload my responsibility to someone and just pay me a wage so I can do what I love, and then they just end up paying me. Yep. It's like you just take that all that responsibility yourself and realize that it's up to you how much work you do and how much you get paid. You're fucking spot on. Yeah, You're spot on. That's what drives yeah. me. Because there's been a few people, like, you know, uh, people that are fairly fresh in the industry now that I've like sort of done consults with and been like, you know, look, you can, yeah, you can go work for someone else, like, and you can go work for. You know, some someone that does group passes and pay any like to be there. And yeah, stuff. pay like twenty dollars. Yeah, and I said, you know, but a you're not going to learn anything there. Like that's that's not going to. Well, tell me where you want to be, and then I'll tell you if that's going to get you there because it's ninety percent it's not. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, they've always got to be there at certain hours. They're fucking usually shit hours, and then so low pay they can't. You know, often those places won't let them train out of there as well. So then they've got to fucking. So group classes. So, all the time. Yeah. So, so then, you and know, like honestly, I fucking hate group classes. Fucking hate taking group classes, and I hate um, I hate because I love that one-on-one, like pushing someone, yeah. like focusing on my attention, one person. Yeah. I get very overwhelmed when there's more than one person. <laughs> so in the group class, I'm fucking. I don't know what's going on. There's too much going on. Now. <laughs> and the you, type of you got overwhelmed in a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I like it. Good times, though. Good times. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we went to this. We went to this absolute fucking rip-off of a course from someone called um, Atlas Performance. He was eating Reese's pieces halfway through the fucking. Oh, mate, that was a laugh, eh? Fuck, that was a useless course. Don't even go to one of those courses. <laughs> What a waste of fucking three grand. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I find the type of clientele, like if you if you want to be like you know performance coach or physique or whatever it is or strength coach, don't go to a fucking group fitness class. Because that's uh that's you're just literally an F forty five trainer. There's no difference. It doesn't matter which way you label, it's just like a label on (laughs) it. Yeah, that's that's, 
yeah, you're spot on. Um, and then, you know, and then it's a double-edged sword because, yeah, all right, you go there, you don't really have to think about everything, anything, everything's laid out for you, but that's a fucking detriment to you in the long run. And then on top of that, you're probably not earning enough to then reinvest in yourself. Like, and so, you know, and that's, that's the biggest thing. If you've got passion in certain areas, then you need to pursue them because, and I'm sure you've been in this situation where, um, you, you might start pursuing something and then all of a sudden it takes a fucking rabbit hole down somewhere else and then you go, oh fuck, that's, that's what I am actually interested in. Like, that's, right. that's what I want to do. That happened to me about, probably about two, three years ago now. Uh, like when I left that shredded, because yeah. um, all about, like they were straight to strength institute, but they didn't, no one was fucking strong there. Yeah. Like the strongest dude would squat like 120. <laughs> I was like, the fuck man? I was like, what's wrong with you people? It's like, like at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was all about transformations. That's what they preach and that's what they yeah. push like the coaches do. So when I left there, I fucking hated transformations. I hated being the dude that, you know, people want to come for a transformation because I didn't like that type of clientele. So I changed my marketing to strength coach. And so you get people that want to come to you that understand what's necessary to get stronger. Yeah. In order of getting stronger, they just look better. Yeah. Um, you know, strongest yeah. athletes were the best athletes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the change. Strength, strength and precursor to body composition. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like the more weight you can shift in the higher reps, the more output you're going to have, the more food you need, the better you're going to look, perform, play everything, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, I always just marked myself for the past probably two and a half, three years as a strength coach, um, even though, you know, still athlete, like bodybuilders and things like that, different uh, gen pop, older clients, things like that. But it's, uh, it's bound to find what you really fucking yeah. enjoy yeah. and then just like run with it, eh? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and one thing I've learned as well, sometimes the, like sometimes the people you enjoy doing the most isn't necessarily the ones you get the best result. Hey, what? Yeah, yeah. Isn't isn't the ones you perform best with? It's not. It's not always the ones that you get the best results with. Like some, you know, sometimes just yeah, you know, for you, like you've had awesome results with bodybuilders, like, and then, but. You know, is that the ones you enjoy the most? Possibly not, but that's that's who just ends up having the spark. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, if you, yeah, that's one thing to remember. If you are up and coming and you're a coach, like, it doesn't always mean that you know. Don't focus on just your who you want to, yeah. you know, have because. You might fucking you do. You might do a fifty, a fifty-year-old di- pre-diabetic or diabetic, and then yeah. fucking lose twenty kilos off them, and then you know, the next thing you've got four or five doctor referrals fucking getting you to do that. So yeah, something to remember. Yeah, don't don't be close-minded. Be um, just be a nice dude. Yeah, don't be a yeah. dick. Yeah, that's it. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Is you you walk into some gyms, uh, like even some commercial gyms, and you see the trainers just standing in the front, not smiling. Yeah. like I'll yeah. hey mate. That's yeah. Right. Just look at me like I'm a fucking speaker. <laughs> I was like, mate, mate, what's wrong with you? And, uh, that's where I find work for me. Like, um, there's actually a tip from Shane Smith from Lift Lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool dude. So, yeah. do a couple of uh, um, just chats, sit down, chats with him, and pay for his time to learn off him. But that's what another good recommendation is sit down and pay for people's time. Yeah, 100%. Like, just go, I'll pay you whatever your rate is yeah. just to chat to you. Yeah. Not fucking invite me out for a coffee because yeah. that's going, you're only worth $3.50. Yeah. That's a slap in the fucking face. Don't yeah. do that. Um, so yeah, sat down and chatted with him and he said one of his tips was you just every time he gets in the gym, if he had his first session, he'll get in there 15 minutes early and do a full walk around and introduce himself to everyone, even yep. if he's already done it, and just say hi to them, has yep. your kids, has your wife, yep. build that rapport. Yep. And I did that when I was in a commercial gym that, you know, just blew the business up yep. just because 
even though that particular person wasn't someone that would necessarily yeah, fit true. me, yeah, yeah. I don't know four or five people that's that right. fit yep. in well with my personality. Fucking bang on, man. Yeah. Bang, absolutely bang on. Like even, that's one thing I used to do down in uh, Kunana, and then the same, same now, like uh, at Karina, the my first session's at four usually in the morning, so I get in there quarter to four, and now uh, it's not that many people in there, but the five that are in there, I've all now basically so asked if, like, if they can try, yeah, yeah, if I can do sessions with them or they've got these, their 16 year old son who wants to start coming, can they do this? So, yeah. you know, because, well, to them, I'm the only face they see most of the time because yeah. that early no one else is fucking in there. But yeah, that's, it, it does pay off in the end and get to know everyone, um, not on a total personal level, but at least names and fucking pe- people fucking appreciate that heaps when mm. you say, you can say hello and their name at the same time and then how you going. So, but yeah, being a good person is the fucking biggest one of the lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you can't teach. Like you can learn all the skills, but you can't teach to not be a prick. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? like, yeah. And if yeah. you're not, if you are socially awkward person, like, and you're not good with that stuff, then you need to try to learn. To how to how to People be like skills. yeah it's, it's a learnable thing yeah yeah um yeah, you're you can be you can be extrovert in the right situations yeah 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 well I, like there were some people that I've talked to like that I've I've told them to consider acting school like or just short classes you know like just to be able to project themselves a little bit better because got all the skills but just don't know how to interact with people and have that confidence in in themselves. Um, because yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Being nice and just being, yeah. Yeah, being just don't be a cunt, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it, mate. We've had yeah. a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking yeah. yeah. hell. Some of them built pretty big businesses. Some of them how too high. Yeah. What time, mate? Yeah, but. Exciting times ahead, and yeah, and I'm proud of you for what you've done here too. It's good, man. Oh, well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Just good. keep chugging along with those. Take each day as it comes. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to do anything too crazy. <laughs> you know what it's like <laughs> when you're an impulsive person. Yeah. Just try and regulate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially yeah. if you're, you know, you've got any type of entrepreneurial mindset. It's just be able to. Re- regulate what is realistic yeah. in the yeah. and what like, you yeah. actually, where you want to be yeah. and what you can actually achieve in that time. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. always like, yeah, I'll be able to do that in that Yeah, Yeah, if I make that plan today, I can probably have it done like within a couple of weeks. And yeah. Like, <laughs> not with fucking, not with them busting your ass 80 hours or whatever in like around the business as well. Mm, 180 time, to 100 hours. Got to regulate your own energy. And then, yeah. Because you burn out, and when you hit burnout, it's fucking it's tough, man. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't end up doing nothing for like three days, and you're three days behind on shit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And that's that's another point too. Like going back to the burnout. Like I, um, especially when I first started, I was like, because I was so busy, and I, I just didn't know how to say no to people, and I didn't know what to what to do or how to deal with them uh, if I couldn't fit them in. So I just fucking fit them in anyway. But that was probably the worst shape I ever was in. Yeah. Because I wasn't. You weren't eating. Because training, I was. Yeah, I was. Downtime. Yeah. Downtime. Yeah. Um, so now, yeah, I've got blocked out certain hours, and then that's why, yeah, the, the sooner I can get someone to work, uh, come on board, then you know, then we can share that sort of burden. But it's mm. it's one of those things now where I'm religious. No matter what, I've always got that four hours off in the middle of the day to eat, train. Yep. And then always waking up at the same time, trying to go to sleep at the same time, and then saving at least one full day on the weekend to do the family stuff as well. Or yeah. sa- saving both days when I've got my kids at both days, 
uh, with them. So it's one thing just to always remember that. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna be at the long game, eh? Yeah. It's a marathon or a sprint. That's yeah. You gotta be able to do whatever you're doing consistently for you know if you want to be out for 10, 20 years, yeah. 10, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's a few guys now at, at the Karen up that are sort of fresh and, and they're going really well, like for getting clients. But you know, putting putting people in um, in spots that suit the people and not so much suit them. You know, so they might have an hour, an hour and a half, or a 50, 60 minute gap, and then but like you can't really get anything done in that time. You can't be productive in that time, and then you and then they're there from five till eight pm with not earning much money because the gaps are sort of all all spaced out um but yeah in the but in the long run it's going to feel like you're not earning heaps plus you're there long hours it's not fucking not sustainable like no time off for training or eating or like mm. you know that yeah, you go, you so yeah times, and usually a couple of months in you just go fuck what's the point in this because financially you're not getting ahead or you, you know those sorts of things so. you gotta learn to say no too yeah like um this year I just capped off no more than eight sessions a day. Yeah. That's it. Like, yep. That's my answer. Max, anything else, prefer I'm on to someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it means someone else's business grows more, that's cool. Like so you gotta you gotta look at what the long term goal is and how much energy you need to invest in that to work outside of just the personal training. Yeah. Um because as you know, as soon as you start burning out and doing those, you know, it's like those long hours, because that's the start you have to. Yeah. You have to be able to build that thing, yeah. give it up. That yeah. I get to that point where it's just like, it just takes its toll. Yep. It's just fucking like slogging every single yep. day. Energy goes down and trying to maintain that high energy level because yep. people come to you because, because of that. Yeah. And as soon yeah. as that drops off, people feel that. Yeah. yeah. And you feel yourself like almost having a micro sleep, like, but just find yourself oh, looking out the window or yeah. like, yeah. like, like, you're like, what just happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, man. I want to first open up this place is nice. Well, even just like a month ago when I was changing out one of our systems. Um, and I sent, I sent a message to email from the company. It was like a 20 to 30 email thread between two different companies for them to do something that in my mind should have taken like 30 <laughs> fucking seconds. Like, no, you've got to individually go through and add each member in. Oh, I was like, you fuck. motherfuckers. And I was like, I want to dump on Monday. That, so. That's horrible. Oh man. I live 15 minutes away and I'll just pull like two nights to slip on the couch. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm oh, there. Oh, because I'm just getting shit, yeah, just getting shit done. Sometimes you've got to put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes shit happens, and you just and that. But that's the difference between being successful or not. When you do have to pull your finger out, you yeah. pull your finger out. I know that you can apply that any yeah. time, but it's hard if you're burning out. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. You have to do yeah. that because <laughs> <laughs> shit happens. It hits the fan, and you have to like you know just have sleepless nights yeah. um, and get fucking all you know all hands on deck. So regulate. If there's one message, <laughs> regulate the energy for when shit hits the fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Another thing about shit, shit and band is like, whenever there's money involved, no one's your friend. Yeah. 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 No one wants yeah. to fucking be your friend when money's involved yeah. and shit hits the band. So yeah. uh, keep your keep friends close, enemies closer. Well, look, enemies close, friends closer or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, other way around, isn't it? Yeah, one of those ways. Enemies closer. But yeah, just and like have those written contracts out. Yeah. Um, if you have people working for you, because like uh, a big thing that helped me was just offloading like, um, you know, my diary, bookings, payments, like I don't do any of that, that's all yep. PA, EA yep. stuff. So yep. yeah, having a personal assistant who just takes care of all that, it's someone you trust or it's a family yep. member, yep. like that, that made a big difference to me because then I can focus on being more creative with programs, yep. um, you know, more building the business itself, yep. things like that. Yeah, just having other people do the shit that takes time. 
yeah 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 i think it, yeah that's a that's a big point the little things that you can that if, once once it once it gets that busy you know like and you're sort of at that level then yeah offload the the stuff that you can offload and yeah and you'd rather pay someone two dollars an hour to do that than pay your rate of 100 and yep. you know 200 dollars whatever you charge an hour um you sitting there and, doing that yeah. they could do it in a one third of the time yeah yeah it's just like fucking yeah. it takes that stress off because your phone's always going your yeah. clients you're fucking you know everyone's yeah. barking at you so it's like you just got to have that time to deal with that shit yeah yeah well, that's some fucking good points there, bro. Yeah, man. You live and learn, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%, yeah. man. Live and yeah. fucking learn. It's, uh, there's no... You can sit and read all that, because, you know, we're both people that yeah. like upskill and yeah. learn and read, but, mate, nothing is more than just being on the floor yeah. and learning from your own Life, life lessons, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I heard... Um, fuck, I forget who says the quote, but it's, if you're not learning, you're dying. Like, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's... You gotta keep. You gotta constantly keep learning. You gotta keep fucking up too. There's no. Yep. There's no straight arrow. It's like. It's like any training program. It's not linear. Yeah. Um, no. Yep. No successes either. Like how many times you know <laughs> you had to went through broken neck, fucking yep. meningitis, business partners, <laughs> fucking ex partners, partners. All of that takes its toll. Right? Yeah. 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 I'm glad we caught up after five years, man. Yeah. So, it's been a rough, it's been a rough ride for you. I'll, um, yeah. I'll come down and fucking do some sessions every now and then. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll fucking have to increase my 120 squat. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're shooting some good weight. Yeah, yeah because we're... Matt was there when I got my first 200 kilo deadlift. <laughs> yeah. I literally felt like I just had puked. It's like, you're you not... did. Oh, no, <laughs> legit, eh? Like, I was like, the first time like... you spurned, I think. Oh, no, legit. <laughs> It was like punching down those um, those trend tablets, were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like feeling strong. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. It was probably fucking yeah. just like hand over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. good times, eh? Good times. I remember hitting that two hundred kilo. Penadol and Ritalin. <laughs> I did the job though. Um, yeah, I feel like you're not a in this day and age because I don't know if you've noticed this, but the average male trainer. It's a fucking pipsqueak. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're fucking yeah. pussies. They yeah. train like pussies. Yeah. Like, I've got like a, in my mind, it's going to be a trainer that, you know, teaches strength and force. Yeah. Like, yeah, minimum 200 kilo deadlift, minimum, yeah. you know, 180. Have, squat. Yeah, have the KPIs like that. That's your yeah. way, and then, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, four plates, four plate, three plate rule, just the yeah. general yeah. strength. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how many guys, because I've advertised quite a few times, get coaches in here, and a lot of them come from the university across Europe. Yeah. Um, with the exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, that's cool, man. How much you did? Look, like 100 kilos? <laughs> I'm like, for like 20? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you do? Fart the blow away? I was just like, fuck that, like, Oh, yeah. Like, is it, that's just a metric I use. You know, people actually just couldn't fucking lift, eh? <laughs> but it's, but it's, it, it is, like, you are fucking bang on there. Like, there's, there's heaps of coaches, especially in, like, back in the commercial scene now, like, and just being back in it for the last 12 months of it, like you go, yeah, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah, um, but just even when it comes to like body transformations and stuff like that, people have no, like people are trying to coach people, but don't know how to train themselves like with any intensity or fucking form or no, that. Like that so much under the bar. Yeah. It's so unforgiving. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Under a heavy load when you hit yeah. failure, like, how, like the amount of people that are too scared of failure at this day yeah. and age, Close my fucking mind. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want to get injured. I'm like, it's five fucking kilos. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's it going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Just because you can't do a lap raise anymore. I'm like, I'm going to pop my shoulder. 
man. Yeah, that's that's something I'm trying to instill in my clients now, like because the way I've evolved a fair way of how I program now. Yeah. Um, I still lo- I still love to do GBC style stuff, especially for Gen Pop. Yeah. Um, transformations, and then but I I will cycle through uh, lots of load and volume through the week. Yep. Um, and try to get through like if I, I like to do two or three days splits now and then and double them up but yeah it's like i said on you know fucking till failure each time but until someone actually trains till failure and someone puts you to failure then you don't really know remember when mark and say where put you fucking with your shoulders oh man <laughs> fucking hell i just kept going eh? oh, I just kept going yeah. Usually I'll, I might do a six week block now in week, week one. Um, and it's something that I had seen uh, previously, but then Warden does it, likes to do a lot as well. But like that first week, week one is like a preload week where you do find that out yourself and then mm-hmm. and might do only two or three working sets, but just find that and then move on. And then that, that's your start. That's your baseline. Yeah, like, just for the progressive overload from there. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing too, right? Because you've got to progress. You can't do the same weight yeah. like every single week. You've got, to, you've got to progress, whether it's an extra rep or extra yeah. two and a half kilos. It's just progression's got to be there. And and yeah, on top of that as well, like especially if you're strength training, you know that some days you're not going to be as as strong. Life stresses. Yeah. 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 Shit happens. And Kids, man. Yeah. Fucking business, clients. Like it all takes its toll. Yeah. Yeah. And just because you fucking lifted less than last week doesn't mean you're going backwards in strength. It's just mm. a fucking. It's yeah. just the consequence of everything that's going on around you. Big time, time, man. You could speak from that just from like how you would have felt when you were yeah. sick. Because you would have had good yeah. days. Yep. Fucking yep. worst days. Good days, yep. worst days. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it, man. We'll wrap it up there. All right, bro. Well, we'll do a sign out. Um, how do people find you and where do they go? Like whether it's online, in person. Um, I'll let you drop down some info. Yeah. So uh, probably the best way is through Instagram now. And that's uh, Coach Matt Eastham. Um, but yeah, so if, if anyone is interested either in uh, coaching or possibly thinking about coming on board uh, as a subcontractor for me, um, there's some pretty big opportunities coming up. So just send me a message on Instagram, Coach Matt Eastham, follow me on that as well. Uh, I don't, I'm not really active on my Facebook business page anymore. That will be in another couple of months, but usually now it's just Instagram. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you guys.